you the real MVP. Blocked by James. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. He's on fire. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, One Hoop. My name is Brian Stevens. This is the number one stunner, a.k.a. J-Rod. <laughs> J-Rod. <laughs> J-Rod. Are you done giving your grandma that sugar? Oh, I had to give my, uh, yeah, we're late to the podcast here. I had to run across <laughs> the street and give my grandma some sugar. And Brian, with his pervy mind, asked me, is that lingo for, uh, you know, uh, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> um, having sex. <laughs> I thought maybe uh, it was... Sli- I, thought, I, I thought that was quite inappropriate uh, because, you know, I'm 33 and she's 90. <laughs> so. well, I, first of all, I <laughs> thought maybe it was slang for you were giving your fiancé the P. Felacio? Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, awesome oh lord but no i literally was bringing my grandmother sugar it was literally the most wholesome thing in the world he sent me a picture of him carrying a bag of sugar <laughs> to his grandmother that's very wholesome yeah. and sweet i try i i, I apologize uh, i want to apologize uh, to you and your grandmother um who is our number one listener by the way let's be honest she listens to every episode she doesn't know what a podcast is <laughs> Oh, give her some credit. I, I, honestly, she doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> She's like, what's that, Jay? It's like a telephone call? <laughs> She's like, what's with all this technology, Jared? I don't get it. Is she really 90? Uh, Yeah, actually, yeah. Man, that's pretty awesome. That's really awesome. And she still needs yeah. sugar. That means she's baking something for you, right? She's making oh, you cookies. Oh, she needs sugar. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh god no oh. she's making my dad a birthday cake oh she needed confetti sugar on top and she's really anal so she needed it right away and mm. i went over there with regular sugar and then she yelled at me so i had to run back and get confetti sugar <laughs> she's really the meanest grandma in the world no oh, joke. Really? <laughs> but you know she is 90 so well yeah she's she's seen a lot in her time i'm sure i gotta tell you a story about a friend of mine who well he i I don't know. He's not even really. I don't even know him anymore. We were in school in like middle school, but it was always funny because his grandma was like kind of wealthy, right? But she was wealthy not because like she her husband made a lot of money or like but uh, or or anything like that. Like she was wealthy because she she was like the most frugal person on earth. And every year she got him for his birthday. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Can I guess? Yeah. Go ahead. First thing that came to my mind was a bag of pork rinds. I don't know why. <laughs> I think he would have been happier with that. I think he literally <laughs> would have been happier than that. She would get him a packet of number two pencils and a a booklet of notebook paper. Wow. Every year that's what he got for his birthday because she knows that he needed it for school. Just oh my! Just give me the five dollars that you spent, right? Like, just I, g- give me five bucks. That's pretty bad. Have you seen Extreme Cheapskates before? No, she probably should be on that show. Yes, yes, she would fit into that mold perfectly. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get the show uh, uh, back <laughs> on track here. Enough about. Would cra- you like some some notebook paper and a num- number two pencil? <laughs> 
Oh, Jay, we have uh, an awesome show. We have the second half of our top 40 NBA players heading into the 2021-2022 season. Um, Thanks for all the feedback. We got a couple emails uh, about the episode. Uh, We are going to have an all- email episode next week so send in your emails quickly send them in um for next week uh email the podcast at two guys one hoop at gmail.com and we are going to have a fun little episode where we read all your emails and also uh, follow us on instagram at two guys one hoop if you want to dm me there go ahead dm me we'll answer your questions um live on the podcast uh should be fun fun episode and um yeah jay uh are you excited for this episode? Because I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, this is where it's going to get nitty and gritty. Yeah, I um wanted to make a caveat. So I meant to mention this last episode. I wanted to point out the fact that Clay Thompson is not on my list, and solely because I'm just not sure where to put him, and I don't know what he's going to look like this year, coming off of two really bad injuries, and um. I don't know if you want to wait because I know he is on your list. Spoiler alert! But I don't know if you want to wait to talk about this situation when we get to him on your list, or if you want to talk about it now. No, I mean we can talk a little bit. You should, but you should guess where you think he's going to be at. That's the whole point. This is your top forty where you think they're going to place in the twenty twenty one season. So keep him off the list. You think he's at least the forty first best player in basketball? Yeah, if I just that makes I, you know. Let me preface this. So while we were talking, because you brought it up, and you're like, man, I think he's going to recover. Da da da. And so you know. I just Googled real quick uh, athletes with Achilles tears. And one thing that came up is a uh, it's actually a National Library of Medicine PubMed um, study that uh, somebody did. And they did this in 2017. Um, trying to pull up the. Of course, I shouldn't have closed it, but they did a study on athletes who have had uh, the Achilles tendon rupture between 1989 and 2013. They used 86 athletes, 25, uh, 25 NBA, 32 NFL, and 5 MLB. Actually, 62. They had uh, 86 athletes screened. Only 62 met the criteria for, for what they're doing. And what they found, and this is really interesting, what they found is um, only 30% of the professional players returned to normal playing um, uh, levels. Um, a return to play is what they called it. Only 30%. Um, after one, one year after surgery, um, they did say that their, uh, players that did return had under, had underperformance uh, expectations their first year back, but by the second year, most returned to normal post operative, uh, stats. Um, but 70, so more, so, sorry, go ahead. So more than, so more than 30% after two years or was that? No, no. Consistent? So 70% either never played again or never returned to form but 30 percent return to play after one year and of that 30 percent the majority it doesn't have a number just says the majority return to uh prior injury levels um and it doesn't have a list of the athletes i did look up another article that um was more recent and it just like listed players and kind of showed where their career is at Uh, and there's quite a few athletes that like i forgot um that even had the injury. So like John Wall is one, uh, one recent 
one that had the injury. Obviously, Kevin, Kevin, I almost said, I almost said Garnett again. You and Kevin Garnett, man. You should go on a date with him, I swear. If I had his number, man. Um, (laughs) Kevin Durant um, is probably the one that's most famously came back and has been really just, there's been no drop off at all in his uh, performance. But obviously, most recently, Kobe Bryant is the one that sticks out in your head that like kind of ended his career. The same thing with Dominic Wilkins in the 90s. Um, uh, this lists some some other players like uh, Robert Mathis of the Colts, Mike Fisher of the Predators, the cocky player, Wes Matthews of the Trailblazers, and Mark Mulder of the Los Angeles Angels um, are players whose career was never the same. Um, Cousins, too. And Oh, yeah, and Boogie Cousins. Most, he's one of the ones that's probably affected the most, I think. Um, but, again, that might be the position he plays. So, I, I don't know. I just – I don't – honestly, I didn't feel comfortable putting him anywhere on this list um, because I just don't know how he's going to play. I think – my guess is that you have him – I'm going to say – I'm just going to pick a number. I'm going to say 13. It's close. Oh, well, I can't wait to see. Close. All right, you want to you wanna jump into this list and give us your number 20? Sure thing. All right, so I had uh, Zion. Or oh, wait, wait, wait. I lied. I lied. Uh, number twenty is Jimmy Butler. Nice, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. Um, I feel like last year in the in the playoffs, I feel like the Miami Heat they kind of gave up. As for the year before that, when they rolled through the Bucks, they took them four se- or four games straight in that series, and they kind of looked like more of a team. Obviously, they went to the finals. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I had high expectations for the Heat and Jimmy Butler in the playoffs, and they didn't really live up to expectations. I mean, they didn't even win one against the Bucks. So I have Jimmy a little bit higher, um, right? But I can. It, there's just something about him that I can't put him higher. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I like him, but there's mm-hmm. just something about him. I don't know. I'll, just, I'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute. But I think like you having him 20 me having him 15 like i honestly like i feel like my net these five players for me could be interchangeable uh right. a lot and i could say that about a lot of our lists too like you know i had zion at 21 um and I do i think he's gonna have a better year than my number 20 or 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 jimmy yeah that's possible right right um, yeah um my number 20 was bradley beal um and i think you had him a little bit higher on your list right um, he's actually in the top 20. Oh, he is? Okay. I, I, yeah. For some reason, I thought you had already said his name. Sorry. Yeah, mm. Bra- Bradley Beal is my number 20. Um, I think he is one of the best scorers in the league. The, my, like, my biggest knock on him and why he isn't higher is he just can't stay healthy. Um, he's not – I don't know that he's been healthy for a playoff run uh, any year that Washington's actually made it to the playoffs. And This year he was healthy, and he didn't do anything. I'm pretty sure he got hurt though in the playoffs. Like he was, he he had a he had a, uh, he had some kind of thigh injury. Um, huh. uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna pull it up now because yeah, he had a hamstring. Um, uh, he had a hamstring injury. Because um, the Wizards went on a run to get into the playoffs. Yeah, so he, I thought I thought he was healthy. He was healthy, and then he got hurt. He got hurt right before the playoffs started. Okay, okay. Um, and, yeah, so it's basically this was the last thing that was said, and this was before. It says, Bradley Bill says his hamstring is feeling better. Obviously, I'm still being cautious about certain movements. The seven-game series uh, ahead of us, this is obviously before the playoffs. Uh, there is no change in my approach. Everybody's hurt at this time of year. Mine is just a little a little worse. Um, 
and he did take some days off, but yeah, it seems like he didn't, and he ended up not, if you, if you remember, he ended up not going to the Olympics and it was because of this injury. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, so he's had like a, some nagging injuries throughout the playoffs. He's missed, um, you know, uh, huge portions of, of 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 seasons because of it. I think though that he is a talented defender. He's a great shooter, and uh, I think once he gets traded, because I believe he will be traded, I think uh, we might. I want to see him in the playoffs with a real team. Let me just put it that way. So, anyways, that's my number twenty. All right, on to nineteen. I have Zion Williamson. Now it's. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I put Kyrie and Butler under Zion, which is pretty ballsy in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does. I mean, I just wish he didn't play for the Pelicans. Honestly, <laughs> like, like, I mean, like you're saying with uh, Bradley Beal, if you could see him on. I mean, I know he's young and blah blah blah, but I only think he's gonna have a limited amount of time where he's elite in the NBA, and that could be seven years that could be eight nine ten i'm not sure i just think with his size and explosiveness he's not going to be like this when he's 33 or 34 um so if he gets a chance to play on a team and i mean that's not named the pelicans then i think he he'd be a lot better but i mean every year he's gotten better and if he doesn't get injured he could be one of the best players the nba's ever seen so i i agree with you and i, th- I think i said this on the last podcast like he he, he doesn't have a great jump shot. It's not like the purest stroke, but like he's a great passer. He's a great dribbler. Like they're, you know, point Zion was a thing last year. And if he could surround himself with uh, not him, but like if the team could surround himself, surround him with like competent players, he has like a skill set that the like. I think LeBron is a, a is a great example for him, like a great comparison. But like. LeBron is, I think, a, had a little bit better like uh, skill set in terms of being able to shoot and pass just a little bit better. Yeah. But I feel like he could be that type of game-changing athlete as long as he can stay healthy. I don't think his court vision is as good as LeBron. No, you're right. You're right. At that he, age either. Yeah, but that, he's, Le- yeah, he's close. Like, LeBron has, like, all-time court vision, like Magic Johnson-level court vision. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, you're right, for sure. Um, my number 19 is Trey. Uh, you already talked about Trey earlier on. I know I had, it was funny cause you were like, you had him at 29 and the reason I remember it is cause you're like, Oh, if you have him 10 spots higher, like whatever. And I'm like, it's exactly, I wouldn't be like, Holy <laughs> shit. Did you see my list? That's funny. Um, but yeah, like Trey, I was not a Trey fan before this year. He just showed me a lot in the playoffs, just hitting big shots, leading that team to victory over, uh, teams that I didn't I mean I picked it it was like hilarious I kept picking against the Hawks and they just kept winning um and a lot of that was because of Trey uh I don't think he's Steph Curry I don't think he's that good um but I do think he he has a transcendent talent and he has like this ability and swagger about him to like just not let shit get to him so yeah that's why he he's 19 on my list yeah I mean I could I could get on board with that I just think uh he was uh, exposed a little bit in the playoffs like no one could really defend him but when you put like lanky lengthier defenders on him they they were kind of giving him some trouble because he is undersized so um i don't know i agree and i can't i can't get over his hairline (laughs) i just can't get over (laughs) i agree with all that so all right 18 i have De'Aaron fox um what did you have him at i had him all the way down to 32 yeah yeah so i mean once you started talking about it because you were pretty much saying you want to see him on a team that's not the kings you know Mm -hmm. And he's still – I just – whenever I've seen him play, I mean, he's he's just like lights out and he, he's still young. He has room to grow, and I think 
he could take the next step this year. Um, as far as being with the Kings or whatnot, I mean, there's obviously been trade rumors. Uh, I think the Kings are trying to get rid of him and, and Buddy Heald and kind of start fresh. But, um, I mean, it's it's like a lot of players on the list. If they were on a different team, it might be a different situation. But, um, I mean, he, he, he could be a superstar in the coming years. So, I think 18, I just I think he's going to have a good year next year. So. Yeah, and I think if you, I think what you could be banking on there too is that he's on a team like I don't know the Sixers, right? I mean, like that seems like a. I mean, I've heard that batted around. That's what I predicted. Uh, I would love to see him in that situation. Um, he has a lot of the same skill set that Russell Westbrook has. Like, you know, I'm not. That's not a foolish thing to say is to compare him to Westbrook. Like he has that potential for sure. Right. Um. All right. Number eighteen for me is Jason Tatum. And, uh, I, you know, that's low. Yeah, it is. I, I will be the first one to admit it. I've never, I've not been the highest person on Tatum. Um, you know, I didn't think he was going to be this good when he came out. I will be the first to admit that I was wrong and maybe I will be wrong about this. Uh, I just worry about him being the best player on your team because he was the best player on the team for the last couple years. And I know he's young. But Boston not only didn't improve, um, as he got better, the team got worse. And um, I don't know. I feel like that team is underperformed. I don't know that he's a leader. I think Jalen Brown might actually be the leader of the team. I think uh, Tatum has all the potential in the world. Um, Obviously, you know, putting up 60 in a game last year, um, he did win win them a playoff uh, game this year against uh, some stout competition. But I just... Yeah, I'm just I, I don't know that he has that thing that makes you a transcendent, you know, championship contender. So that's why I left him out of my top fifteen. Did didn't you uh or didn't he um average like thirty five games or thirty five points a game in the playoffs this year? Or something crazy? I don't know. You you might be right. I don't know. Here, I know I, he, I, he had a couple I'll look. massive games for sure. I don't know. He just he had that killer mentality when playoffs hit. You know, some people crumble, and obviously they didn't win anything. But I don't know. He rose to the occasion at least. I definitely don't think that he like is going to shy away from the 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 shine. You know, I'm not saying that he averaged thirty. He averaged thirty a game in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's yeah, definitely good. Um, I just you know, I want to. It was see- only five. It was five games. Five yeah. games. Yeah. I, I, I just want to see him – I just want to see his team win with him being the leader. Like I want him – if you know, I want to see if they're going to win, it's going to be because of him. And, you know, I, that's 30 – even in a one series, that's nothing to sneeze at. You know what I mean? So, Right. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah. Okay. What are we on now? Six Or 17? Uh, 17. All right. And I don't like him, but you, you got to put him on the list. Old Paul George. That's my 17 too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. we're we're right on there together. So I mean, yeah, well, I'm down on Paul George. It just I, I guess during the playoffs last year, he kind of he did kind of take the Clippers through a couple series, but he I mean, he'd have some stinker games and then he'd go on fire and he's just not consistent. Yeah. And I just I don't know why. I don't I don't know. There's something about him. No, you're you're right. Like I I think, you know, defensively he's he's still good. Offensively, I think he takes really bad shots, and I don't think he understands the game. Like I really don't. I he, like basketball IQ is not his forte. Like he, I don't think he ever stops playing hard. I've never seen him like take plays off. But like 
like you mentioned, like, yeah, he led them to victory, but he wasn't good enough to take him to that next level. Like, if he got hurt and it was Kawhi, I think they probably would have won those series. Like, I just don't have faith in him. Like, to to be able to do that over a seven-game series. Like, he doesn't have that next thing. And that's why he's not my top 15. Like, that's where why I have him at 17 is, like, yes, he is a good player. I can't deny the fact that he's a top 20 player, but he just doesn't have whatever that next thing is. But arguably, he could be like a top three number two. Oh, for sure yeah so i mean if he's not the number one on a team like it's perfect with Kawhi, but you know the injuries have plagued him the past couple of years and i'm sure they're gonna have a good season this year but yeah and he loves playing defense like uh, any like any team would love to have a player who enjoys playing defense right i mean oh yeah um yeah so we both have him at 17 who's your number 16 all right one of my favorite players in basketball donovan mitchell um I, I mean, I've been high on him since uh, since his first year with Utah. I've always kind of liked like kind of liked the Jazz or whatever. And then when when he started playing for him, they just kind of started to click. And I think he's I think he's a decent leader. I think he's good. I think he has a lot of upside. And actually, like I forget what it was. It was uh, Shaq. He was he was interviewed by uh, Shaq on like one of the first games this last year. And uh, Shaq said, uh, "What did he say? He said something." Like, are you going to win a playoff series? Or I forget what he said, but he kept his composure and he didn't get mad at him. I don't know. He just seems like a level-headed young man, and he's—I mean, he's going to—I think he's going to be even better this year than last year. But I have him higher on my list, but I'm going to talk about him now because, like, I think this—I I don't want to lose this thought. <laughs> like, I, Donovan Mitchell to me is on the verge of being a superstar. Like. Uh, that team is good. It has a lot of good role players. Um, it has, you know, Rudy Gobert, a transcendent defensive player. But this dude has performed in the playoffs. Like, you know, you mentioned Tatum, and I said I want to see more from him in the playoffs. Like, Donovan Mitchell's first playoff, he averaged 24 points a game, and they went semi-deep in the playoffs. Like, his next two seasons... Uh, he like la- not this last year, but the year before, he scored thirty six points per game in a seven game series. That he and he put up fifty against a Denver team that a lot of people, you know, thought was going to you know go deep into the playoffs, and, and they did. And that was in the bubble. And then this past year, he averaged thirty two points a game in the playoffs. And you know they ended up getting beat by the Clippers. But like I just feel like that like he just needs a little bit of help just a little bit of help and honestly like he did everything he could to win that series like i do not begrudge him at all last year or the year before like honestly like uh i love donovan mitchell i think he is like i really believe like he could be an mvp one day in the league so i have him i have him a little bit higher okay all right well who do you have at uh 16 my 16 is chris paul well you you already talked about him i just i think this is probably his last year in the top 20 um i feel like last year was his chance to win a title he failed um i still think he's a top 20 player um yeah we'll see this this could i feel like this could be his last year in the top 20 all right well keep it with the suns on 15 i have devin booker and honest i've never like you've talked about this too you i've never been like the biggest booker fan um, I guess I never watched the Suns really or paid t- paid much attention to him. Mm-hmm. I knew he always had like 
I mean, what did what did he score in a game? Seventy. Yeah, it was like seventy. Or, I, yeah, I mean, I knew he could score or whatever, but I was like, he's on the Suns. Like, what offense do they have? I mean, that's not really that big of a feat. But watching him in the playoffs, I was like, my God, just <laughs> he's mo- he's motivated. He, I mean, he carried the team. But the one knock I have on him is, like, you know how some players like if you play with a Kobe and they and they're putting up fifty, sixty points, the the, the team still looks like a team. I feel like when Booker was. I mean, Booker was basically the only person that could shoot for about two or three games in the playoffs, like mm-hmm. or in the finals at least, not the playoffs, but the finals. So, like, there's some players that when they're ta- – I don't know how to explain this, but, like, when they're taking a ton of shots, at least the other team can eat or the, the rest of the team can eat or, or play well. Mm-hmm. But I felt like when Booker was taking it over, it was either Devin Booker was going to score or the Suns weren't going to score. And yeah. that's kind of detrimental too. Um, I mean, you can only be so good. You can't – single-handedly win a game so i don't know if that was necessarily his fault or the rest of the team but i don't don't know that's my one knock on him i have booker a little bit higher but i definitely see what you're saying because i i think that he's just not the 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 biggest knock on booker is he's He's not not like kobe bryant (laughs) i mean mean, yeah yeah. no you're right he's not he he's not a playmaker like he he doesn't like he makes a lot of contested shots right he doesn't get a huge amount of separation either from from the defender and he he doesn't honestly get to the line enough Um, right and you know he's not good at distributing the ball He, he doesn't make uh, he doesn't have that court vision like we just talked about with LeBron. Like he doesn't have that, and um, he's a very much a shooting guard in the truest sense of the word. Um, but yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute. But um, yeah, uh, we're not we're not too far off. Uh, I don't think um, number fifteen is Jimmy Butler for me. Uh, I have him a little bit higher than you, only because um, I think he proved a couple years ago that he could be the best player on a finals team. Um, I don't think they had a, really had a, ever had a shot at beating the Lakers. Uh, I think LeBron and AD are just too good. But I do think that, um, you know, uh, that was not a fluke. I think last year was more of a fluke. I think they were way more injured this past season, and they just they weren't healthy, and it showed. And I think that he wasn't healthy. He missed a ton of games. Bam missed a ton of games. That, that whole team was just nicked up. Uh, from start to finish uh, after going deep into and, – and, you know, you look at the Lakers too. I mean, we, it showed, like, how hard it is playing that many games in that amount of time. You're just going to get hurt. Um, but I, I love Jimmy Butler. I'm with you. Like, there is something missing. I don't think he's – he's just not a great uh, – I don't like his leader – well, I was going to say I don't like his leadership skills really or – I don't know. He seems to be one of those players where, like, either teammates love him or they hate him. Like, well, it's his way or the highway, pretty much. Yeah, like, he flamed out in Minnesota. He flamed out in Philadelphia. And it's You're right. It is pretty much, like, his way or the highway. Like, and he, you know, I, anybody on Miami coming to Miami, it'll be interesting to see how, how him and Kyle Lowry play together. But, like, it's pretty much like he – either you buy into what he's preaching or you're gone. So – yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think, though, also, like, I don't think he's a great athlete. Like, he's a good defender. He's a smart player. He has high basketball IQ. He doesn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, he gets to the basket and scores free throws. Like, he's just kind of an old-school, like, grinded-out player. He, he does have a motor on him, though. For sure. I, I've never, I've honestly never seen someone work so hard in the finals, um, ever. <laughs> he just doesn't give up. No, he really did. Yeah. yeah. He never, yeah. So, I mean, dibs or props from there, but. All right, are we on a fifth or 14 now? Yep, 14. All right. Well, I have Jason or Jason Tatum uh, at fourteen. Uh, I don't know what else to expand on. Uh, I, I think just I just think he has 
I don't know. It's like a catch twenty two. I mean, I th- I think he's a great athlete and he's a top fifteen player, but we'll, we'll, it, time will tell pretty much. Uh, I mean, the Celtics is a great organization, but you have to put pieces around him. And as, you're right, as like the number one, having him lead your team, I don't see him as like the leader type or exactly who you would want. But I mean, if you're Boston, you're not going to trade him. You're not mm-hmm. going to. All mm-hmm. you're going to do is right. try to complement his game. So that's why he's at fourteen. But he could be a little higher i mean i think he does have the skill set i th- i think you just had him lower because you're salty cause you thought he was going to be bad out of the <laughs> yeah, draft probably you're probably, you're probably right. i mean i will yeah. say this too like he's a young player and sometimes players like look at lebron it took him a long time to learn how to lead in fact he had to go to miami to learn how to be a leader and you know th- there are players who it just takes time and they have to be surrounded by players like the thing is like he was he was thrust into this leadership role like from the beginning of his career, pretty much, right? Like he was playing on a team with Kyrie, right? Like, and it's like, right, yeah. This is who I'm supposed to look up to. Like, I, I think that you know, um, and you know, I don't want to diminish the fact that like he was close with Kobe, and Kobe was supposed to be his like mentor, and Kobe died. Like, I don't mean like I love Kobe, like, and you know, that maybe that had an effect too. Like, I, 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 I could see where you're like, okay, Tatum takes a leap this year. Maybe this is the year. Maybe he becomes. A, a top 10 player i mean there's a that is a possibility for sure like yeah um all right well, my, i was gonna say i was gonna go say ahead. i do like his willingness to 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 learn so mm-hmm. like you're talking about kobe i mean he he's not the type of player that's just gonna do what he wants to do and it's like Kyrie. he has a skill set that's unbelievable can you imagine if Kyrie was coachable how right, good he'd be right. yeah so at least at least tatum's like willing to learn so that's what i like about him so, I, I agree. We'll he he has. That's one thing that you can definitely say. He is a hundred percent coachable. That's every everybody has said that. Like every offseason, he works on something new. Every offseason. Um, speaking of Kyrie, that's who I have at fourteen. Um, Boo. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest weakness is obviously leadership. We mentioned it, and he's just a head case. But I think um, best handles in the league. Uh, probably. There's not a lot of players that I would rather have taking a clutch shot than Kyrie. Um, and um, his other big part is injury. He gets hurt a lot too. Um, not only does he, and maybe, you know, maybe part of that is him taking so much time off. <laughs> you know, yeah, like really. I, when you, when you're never playing, it's like you're constantly out of shape. I don't know. Um, but I, I still think he's a top 15 player, but. I mean, he, his skill set, he's like a top three player, but I mean, he does, he smokes a lot of weed and, and doesn't take things seriously and doesn't listen to people. And he's, that's why he dropped on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of other players I'd take over him. Not that I think they're better necessarily physically, but I just, I, I couldn't stand someone like that. Like as far as like a fan, he's mm-hmm. one of my favorite players in basketball. I'll watch Kyrie, and when he's playing, he's great. But if you were a, you know, if you owned a team or you were a coach, would you really want Oof. Kyrie? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'd... It's just tough. It yeah. just goes. It, it all goes into the list, I guess. So yeah, I'm with you. All right, you're number thirteen. All right, uh, I have him a little higher than you, but Bradley Beal. Hmm. Uh, I guess, yeah, if you take into consideration, like, injuries and everything. But I was going to say, imagine, I mean, we keep saying this, but Bradley Beal on a, I can't even think of a team, just a better team. For, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, how many times has he been to the playoffs? He's been one time. Uh, no, him and Wall made it. I think here I'll check real like quick. But w- once or twice they made it once or twice, and then he made it this year. So I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have much playoff experience. Uh, I can tell you right now, he's been to the playoff. You ready? Oh, it, actually, it should be like six times. Or uh, something. it's five times. Five. Okay. 
Yeah, but this was the first time since 2018. So like when he was like they they were young, right? They 2021, 20, uh, 20 years old, 21 years old, 23 years old, 24 years old, and then he hadn't been in the playoffs in four years, three years. So um, he's pretty much plateaued then. I didn't really take that in. I mean, what, what is he? 20, 23. So is he like 27 to 29, somewhere in there? Um, he is. I'll tell you, he is 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just like, I just like Bradley Beal. I think offensively, he's one of the best. I mean, best in the league, and defensively, he's pretty good. Um, I just kind of wish that he was in a different situation, especially now. Um, yeah, I mean, the the Wizards keep pl- acting like they're going to try to compete next year, but if they were smart, they'd try to get as much as they could for Bradley Beal finally, um, and then I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely time to hit the reset button. I think you're right. Yeah, like I would love to see him on like obviously the Lakers, but you know, seeing him in Philly or even seeing him in like New York with that team, like he like the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, like, that would be perfect, actually. Yeah, like let him be the number one. Let Randall be a two, and then they have a ton of other players to fit. Like that is like a great situation that's, for that's him. like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Um yeah, I, I I mean like I love Beal too. He was like one of my favorite players for a long time, and I was like always wanting him to come to the Lakers. But it just I don't know. He's resigned with he resigned with the Wizards, and it seems like you know he did that because they made promises to him that I don't feel like they've kept. But what do I know? Um, my number thirteen is already, we already talked about with Donovan Mitchell. So nothing more else okay. to say about him. Number twelve. All right, number twelve uh, is a. He's lower than I'd like because I, I like him as a player. And when he played with the Pelicans, I literally thought he was like a top two, top three player in basketball. And not necessarily that he's dropped off, but just injuries and kind of in the shadow of LeBron. But I put AD as 12. And yeah. you probably have him a lot higher, I understand. But I, I took into in, – like he's always injured mm-hmm. and it sucks. Uh, I mean defensively, he's one of the best in the league. Offensively, he's one of the best in the league. Like all-around player, he's – He's got, and he's got an eyebrow that you can't miss. Like, <laughs> right. And I like him. He's a cool dude. Um, and he's, I, just, I don't know. Uh, he's always hurt. And I, I think when it comes to the top twelve, I'm going to let you lead the dance. And if you, if your player, if my player is uh, higher than yours, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about him wherever you bring him up. So AD, I, I have. Um, let me uh, guess. Let me guess. Okay, go ahead. Um, so you don't have Clay. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you have to have him at like eight, nine. Boom! You you nailed it. Nine. He's on. Is it nine? Yeah, I have AD at nine. And but I I definitely can see what you're saying. Like I, to me, if he's on the court, he he could be the best player on the court. Like he could be the best player in the league if he's on the court. But the problem that we've seen as a Laker fan is it's is he going to be on the court? We don't know. Like you just never know. And if he's on the court, how long is he going to be on the court? Like, um, it's amazing that he he made it through the bubble healthy. Like, and it showed. Like, once you know he was healthy, him and LeBron they won a championship. That's the that's the ceiling. But unfortunately, the floor is out of in the first round as a seven seed if he's not healthy, right? Yeah. So that's I mean, like even with LeBron not being a hundred percent, I feel like if AD was like they would have won that series. Um, but you know, that's if LeBron was out, but AD was in, you think they would have won that series? No, I don't know. Well, no, I don't think they would have necessarily won if, if LeBron was out. But I okay. think I think uh, an 80, 75% LeBron and 100% AD, they win that series. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. 
But no, I I totally can see why you put him. I mean, it's not like I put him drastically higher. I think the top twelve is kind of the delineation for me. I think I mentioned it. Like these twelve players, in my opinion, are the could be the best player on a championship team, um, or um, at the very least, um, close to that, a, a contending team. And I think you know putting him nine versus twelve. I don't think that's that big of a difference, to be honest with you. Right. Um, my number twelve is Devin Booker. Um, I never dreamed I would put Devin Booker this high on my list. He He's won in your top twelve. My God, <laughs> he won me over that much. Um, I just think that like the stage wasn't too big to, for him. His, like you mentioned, his biggest knock is his inability to distribute the ball. But I mean, with Chris Paul being out, he was their best player, and he led them to. I, I mean, he doesn't get that fifth foul in that game against the Bucks. Maybe the series is completely different. Because he was on pace to score 50-plus points. He was leading them to victory. He had a set for 12 minutes, and it really affected the game. And they end up losing a close game. Um, that, to me, is like an amazing feat. I think um, he's he's still he's still young. Um, I think we're going to see one of the better years from Devin Booker. I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP contender, but the dude is only 24. So I I don't know it could be a, it could be an interesting year if he's if he worked on his game if he's gotten better this could be awesome so he's my number twelve okay can't knock it now eleven he's not even on your list but I have Clay at eleven ah okay interesting I was close I said thirteen uh, yeah I di- I did put him pretty high but I'm I'm high on Clay like obviously you're right like you come back from an ACL tear and then a, a Achilles tear as well like is he going to be the same player but when we we're talking about it like pretty much how agile do you have to be just being a spot-up shooter like he scored what did he score 60 60 points once and he only dribbled the ball like seven <laughs> yeah, times or something. something ridiculous yeah yeah so i mean he doesn't necessarily need like he doesn't need to be like a kevin durant defensively you have to be a little more agile but it's not like you're making drastic cuts and stuff like that so i think he's gonna and he's not an oversized player so we were talking about john wall came back from an achilles tear mm-hmm. and he was fine like he had he his not at least statistically he had one of his best years this last year with Houston um and then you look at KD and you saw KD uh look at the run he went on the playoffs like KD's the man still um yeah. it, di- it didn't slow him down at all and then you look at a player like Boogie Cousins but I mean how tall and how much does he weigh and right and honestly can you see Boogie putting in any work to try to get better <laughs> no no you're right so yeah so Clay's the type of person he's more like to himself and just a competitive, like a silent competitor. I think he's doing everything he has to do to get into tip top shape and he's going to come back and he's going to be the same player he was before. And if he's even 90% of what he was before injuries, he, I mean, he could be, I mean, he think of him before, I mean, before, uh, before injuries, he was a top 10 player. Like absolutely was. So, I mean, I do have him a little higher, but I have high expectations. So that's what I expect to see. So, I kind of hope you're right. I love watching Clay play. Uh, yeah. I, I do. Um, my number 11 is uh, Damian Lillard. Um, I am a huge Dame fan. Like, I love watching Damian Lillard play. I mean, his the, he's got balls the size of Texas. And yes. he, um, more times than not, comes through. Talk about a clutch player. He 100% can be the best player on uh, a championship team. Um, I've just, you know, we've seen him. I mean, he took, he took like literally probably an under, like an understaffed, I don't know a better way to put it. Like just, he took a team to the Western conference finals a couple years ago that had no business playing in the Western conference finals. Just to be honest, like th- th- that team, um, does not have, uh, 
play. I mean, CJ McCollum is fine, but I don't think he's a number two. And uh, Yusuf Nurchik is a fine number three, but uh, when CJ McCollum's your number two, it's like, oh, uh, I don't know. But I want to see Dame on a better team. I think he could have like. Like I just picture him in the finals. Like let's say somehow he gets his way to, to Philly and they're in the finals. Like Dame could have an all time finals performance. Um, the, the biggest knock on him and why I have him so low on my list, um, which I don't think eleven is low, but he's getting up there in age and he's a small dude, so his, his window's closing. That's did you say? Did you say on the Sixers if he was traded there? Yeah, yeah. The the thing with that is, I mean, who, who do you think would be? Uh like the leading scorer in or uh, Lillard on a t- Like if he was on the Sixers, I honestly, think, would, I mean, would he, he'd be the number two or number one. I think it would be a Shaq Kobe situation, right? I think that you would see like what happened when, when they were dominating is Shaq dominated the entire game. If the game was close, Kobe got the ball because they were just going to foul Shaq, right? It's a little right. bit different with Embiid because he can go to the free throw line and hit it. So, but I feel like, okay, you're going to double Embiid. Guess who's open? Your Damian Lillard is going to knock down any shot. You give him the yeah. the littlest daylight, he's going to knock it down. So, I think that would what we would see is some kind of like Shaq Kobe thing right there. That'd be sick. That'd yeah. be cool too. Yeah. yeah. All right, you're number ten. We're in the top ten. We made it this far. We're in the ten. Top ten. Here we top, go. Top ten. All right, and I, I can't stand this player. I, I don't like <laughs> him at all. But, and I even thought I put him lower than he might deserve. But I have James Harden at ten. He's my um, ten too. We're, yeah, we're right I, on it's, I mean, if you if you look from a statistical standpoint, he should be the best player in basketball. Um, mm. It's just ah, yeah, I don't know. He he seems awful stingy. Uh, there's just something there's something about Harden's game I can't I can't get on board with, and uh, I, f- I feel like as an opponent, like so you've been a Lakers fan forever. So the Lakers besides when, uh, LeBron's been there, like they haven't really been in the playoffs or whatnot, mm-hmm. okay. but uh, like any team that's gone against the Rockets when Harden was playing there, did you really think if they were a decent team, did you really think like Harden was going to lead them to victory? No, like, I was never scared of Harden to be honest with you. Yeah. So, I mean that, that was kind of what I was thinking. The only time that he kind of scared me, not scared me. I did, I kind of, I was rooting for him, but when he was playing, the series against Golden State when it went to seven games, I forget, this was like three or four years ago. Yeah. And they, uh, the Rockets had like a historical night where they had shot, and I'm making the numbers up because I just don't know, but around, what was it, like 40, 43 pointers or something like that, yeah. and they only made like six of them or something. It was like something that was... It's terrible, yeah. It was absolutely terrible. Like they were just, you know, you, you live by the three or you die by the three, and that night they, they died. And it just, it was like one of the worst performances I had ever seen from Harden and the, and the Rockets, but it's just, he's not, I just, I just don't think he has the it factor to take a team that's borderline good. Like, like you said, Damian Lillard took a bunch of, not nobodies, but he, he took like a decent team to the Western conference finals two years straight or not two years straight, but like two out of three or four years yeah, and right. that shouldn't have been there. But if that was James Harden in the same situation, I just don't see that happening. Um, so I have them at ten. I don't really yeah. You like you, them, but. you you said everything I had to say. Like I'm like Harden's game is like a regular season game, right? Like it works in the regular season because it relies so much on foul calls. But when the game gets a little dirty and gets a little rough, like it'd be hard for me to picture him in that Suns Buck series being 
dominant because they weren't calling anything. You you earned every free throw you got. You yeah. go to the free throw line because you got hit in the face, not because you got tapped on the elbow, right? So, like he's good at flopping though. He is, good at flopping. he is good at flopping. Yeah, no. So it's funny we both had him at at, at number ten. Uh, who's your number nine? All right, number nine is probably one of your favorite players in basketball. I have Embiid. Wow, you have him low. Uh, okay, so uh, I have him at four. And just the reason I'm bringing it up is I have AD at nine. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to talk about whoever you bring up. If they're higher on my list, we'll talk about them. But I have I have him beat at four. You have him at nine. Yeah, I mean, f- I, I feel like four is being a little bit um, gracious towards him. I, I, obviously, he has the skill set to be one of the best players in basketball. But, again, injuries. He's, he's a big dude. Um, you know, he's playing the five. He's always going to be – it's it's tough it's tough as a big as a as a big uh in basketball because like not only are you more injury prone but you're getting beat up more than anyone else on the court mm-hmm. so it's it's hard to to have like Embiid be your number one when you know he's just going to be playing like imagine playoff basketball it's going to be nitty and gritty like he tore what did he what did he tear in the playoffs at MCL or something yeah MCL yeah it's just like that's going to happen on a consistent basis every year. So that's why you need like a strong number two. Yeah. When he, when he can't play 100% because he'll be playing, he'll be giving you 60, 70% in the, in the finals. If you're relying on Embiid to lead your team to victory, it's just not going to happen. You're right, man. Like, I, I, that is a, I, I can't argue against that point. He's never played more than 63 games in a season or 64 games in a season. Sorry. He's never played more than 64 games in a season. And like, you know, it's, I, like it's tough man like he so uh, 2018-2019 and uh, he had tw- he averaged 27 uh 28 basically 28 and th- and 14 and the list of players to have averaged 25 uh, points plus and 12 rebounds plus is a very small that's like I'm talking like Hall of Fame level. Like that is like Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, like not a whole lot of people have done that, right? Shaq. Shaq, yeah. Like it's the there's it's a small list. But you're right, man. He can't stay healthy. Like I'm kind of regretting putting him at 4 now like you, the way you talk about it cuz it does matter, man. You have to be on the court, right? When the games count, like you have to be on the court to be to matter. Like if it doesn't matter how good you are if you're on the bench and that's kind of like we mentioned with AD and like why he was so far, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I. I, I kind of wish I would have had him a little bit lower now. Like I think I probably. It's just when he's on the court, like he can be. I mean, he, he's unbelievable. I mean, I get where you're coming from. Like he's he's unbelievable. He's fun to watch. Like he, he's impossible to defend. Uh, but it's it's just hard to like rely on him as your number one, especially in the playoffs. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, right. I, number eight. Eight. Uh, Dame time. Uh, just a little higher than you. You had him at 11 or 10? 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like you said, like, I mean, he's, t- he's taken teams that have no business to the Western Conference Finals. Like, he has that fire. He's take he's he's one of your top three or four players. Like, the game's on the line. Do you want Dame taking the shot? Hell yeah, you want mm-hmm. Dame taking yep. the shot. Like, he's up there. I mean, he, he, like you're saying, like, his window is kind of closing but i think next year it's he's going to be the same dame uh hopefully he gets a trade i mean he gets traded somewhere that something happens you know just as a basketball fan when you see yeah. good players that you like to watch you want to see them succeed exactly like obviously i want the the lakers or the Cavs to win the finals next year but if dame does it that would be way cooler than i don't know seeing katie or something like mm-hmm. the nets um I, I just like him a lot and i don't 
yeah, you can't you can't deny his skill set. So I totally agree. Yeah, uh, my number eight was the Joker, and um, obviously you have him higher on your list. I I have, I have him at seven. So I, I, I guess I, I can talk about him. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I pushed him around a little bit. Like I had him. I moved him up. I moved him. I never really had him lower than eight. I had him up a little bit higher here and there, but um, he is to me just like the most unique player in the NBA. Like, I don't know that we've ever seen a big man that can pass like him that can just run an offense, but not be athletic at the same time. Right. Like he does things that just doesn't seem like he should be able to do. Um, I think that their failure in the playoffs this past year, um, had a lot to do with not having Jamal Murray, but also like we did see him get frustrated, right? We saw him slap, Chris Paul in the mouth, which I yeah. wanted to do myself. Like I can, I get it. But like, I think that, um, I definitely think that he, he, he's going to come back with a different mentality. Um, you know, halfway through the year, Murray comes back. Maybe this team will be poised to make a deep run in the playoffs. Um, I don't think he'll be MVP ever again, just to be frank with you, but are you serious? yeah, I don't, I, there's just too many, there's just too many players that are that good. Honestly, like, I don't know that he'll ever be able to be MVP again. Um, uh, I mean, I could prove me wrong. You know, maybe he goes out and he averages 30 and 30, 15 and nine, something crazy, right? Um, he definitely has that potential. Um, but he's probably one of my favorite players to watch just because you, you'll, you, you know, I'll say this many times you're never going to see somebody do what he does with his body type and his skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you rather have, if you're starting a team and you could get one center, would, I mean, would you rather have Jokic or Embiid? Obviously, you have Embiid at four, and you'll get you at uh, eight or seven or whatever we're at. I mean, it's but. tough because, like you, like if you're factoring injuries, like I have to factor in injuries, right? So I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the Joker. That, like, yeah, that's why I put him above. That's in my head. That's why I put him yeah, above. I mean, you're uh, right. Yeah, and I, again, like I didn't. I don't think I fact. I looked at Embiid being like, man, if this guy would have played more games, he would have been an MVP. Like they, you know, Ben Simmons doesn't. You know, if he had a real number two, they probably would probably won the finals. Like honestly, like, right. um, but that's the way my mentality was thinking. But I think you're right. Like, if I'm starting a team, knowing the ages and the the similarities in the the ability to score and you know distribute the ball and stuff, like, because they they both do have good passing vision. Like, it, obviously, Joker's way better, but the, the, like you know, Embiid's a better defender. So like, there, there's give and takes here and there. But injuries are the X factor, and and and. Uh, the Joker just doesn't ever get injured, right? Like, so it's yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, what number are we on? Uh, number um, seven. Okay, well, that was Joker, so who's your seven? Oh, number, number seven is Kawhi. Uh, and really, the only reason I have him this low is because of the injury. I don't know what he's going to come back like next year. He's, again, he's been injured a lot throughout the last few years with the thigh injury, the muscle. Blues. His whole career. Yeah, really, much. really. He had the ankle injury, you know, back in 2015. He had, you know, yeah, he, a lot of injuries. Like, to me, if Kawhi's healthy, he's a top three player. But like you mentioned, and it makes me even mad, more mad the more I think about how high I have him beat on this list now because, like, injuries do matter. And, yeah, that's why Kawhi's number seven. Okay. Um, at six, I have Steph Curry. I have Steph Curry at six, too. Wow, right, we're, we're sinking yeah. up a lot here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is getting older, which is crazy. So you think, like, Typically, uh, what would you say? Like a NBA player plateaus at around thirty-one, like twenty-nine to thirty-one, somewhere so, yeah, in there. I, w- I would say historically, that's true. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Steph's like thirty-three now, if I'm not mistaken, thirty-two, thirty-three. I'll tell you in just a minute. I was gonna say, yeah, you gotta look it up. He is uh, thirty-three. 
Okay, so he was either 32 or 33 this last year, so and he had his arguably the best year he's ever had. So it's not like he's slowing down. So obviously I don't think next year's stats are going to be as – because he was probably, what, third in line for MVP? Yeah, for sure. Up there. Yeah. yeah, third or fourth so, at least. Yeah, so, I mean, he could have another where he's in the top five for, you know, MVP voting and everything. I don't think he's going to have as good of a year next year because Clay's going to come back. It's going to kind of take some of the pressure off mm-hmm. of him having to score. But I, I, he's he's one of the funnest players to, to watch play basketball and – uh, you're watching a Hall of Famer, like uh, that's why I have him at six. Yeah, totally agree. He's uh, like just if Steph Curry's on TV, I don't care who they're playing. I'm stopping to watch because you just never know when something magical is going to happen, right? I mean, I think he could be poised to. You know, you're right. He's not. He scored more points last year than he, he scored average 32 a game, right? He's not going to average 32 a game. Hopefully with Clay back, because I mean, like you're hoping that Clay takes some of that stress off of him, right? Um, yeah. But. You know, and you would hope that Wiseman gets a little better, and you know the team grows, and maybe they add a, another another player or something along the way. But I think that there's a chance that we could see him have like overall just as good as years when he was the MVP. You know, 27 points a game, 10 assists, and you know five rebounds. I, I don't think that's out of the question. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to have Wiseman next year, though. I think they're going to make some trade. Like they're trying to win in the next. Two I agree. Years. I think so, so too. They, they, I mean, yeah, I don't. I just. I think he's gone, but I don't know if who's going to who's going to go there or whatnot. But yeah. All right, on to five. I have Kawhi. Um, I, I guess I should have taken injuries into consideration. I thought his injury that took him out of the playoffs last year wasn't like necessarily that big of a deal. Like it was mm-hmm. obviously something he had to take a few weeks off from and then they couldn't play. But I, I mean, he's going to come back. It's not like a, an Achilles tear, an ACL tear or something like that. He's going to come back. He's going to be the same Kawhi. I mean, both sides of the court, he's one of the best players in, in basketball. I mean, you can't deny it. Uh, he's someone you want to take or you want taking that game winning shot. I mean, He's obviously a little lower on the list than some of these other players, but like if I had Kawhi, if let's say Kawhi was on the Lakers, out of all those players, I'd have Kawhi take the game winning shot. For sure, yeah. That's that's saying a lot, and that's why I have him at five. Uh, I just want to, you know, he that is he he does have a partially torn ACL. It's not a full tear. It's not like the reconstructive, like where he right. Yeah. It is a partial tear, but like. Yeah, it's not as it's not as bad as it could be for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, at number five, I have Luca, uh, and uh, damn, I think that he's probably going to be this year's MVP. Um, I can't see him going nowhere but up. He'll probably be number one on my list at some point. Like he could end the year at number one on my list. Um, just need to see, just need to see him. Um, Stay consistent. Win a playoff series. Uh, he, he, you got to win a playoff series before you can be the number one player in the league, in my opinion. So that's, that's true. You know, I, there's nothing really else to say. About, like he is that good. Like he is MVP. Like he he could easily be the best player in the league this year. So yeah. So when I did like my top four, top five, I pretty much thought not necessarily like game seven. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's on the line. Who do you want carrying your team? I kind of thought like playoffs who, who would you who would you want on your team leading mm-hmm. your entire team not necessarily like a like a solo act or whatever but just who would take you farther in the playoffs yeah so at number four which is kind of surprising you probably is lebron james 
Now, the reason I have him at four and not one or something, two or something, like I love LeBron, whatever, he's one of the best players ever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just like this last year, I know it was his first first round playoff loss, and you can't really like blame him for that. He wasn't 100%, you know, AD was out. They had a lot of things going against him. They had Schroeder as their starting point guard. But <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, and it's not necessarily like he's, like Kobe, you know, he's great one year and then he, he comes back from injury and he's just not the same player. But LeBron is aging. Like he, I absolutely think you had said on like a prior podcast or a podcast, you're like, I don't know if LeBron could put up 30 points or something in the playoffs or 40 points or 50, have like a big game. I know for a fact LeBron can still do that. It's just, can LeBron do that for three series straight, go into the finals and do it again? That I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if it was like a game seven of the, let's say the Suns were going with the Lakers like seven games and it was like LeBron either puts up 50 or they don't win LeBron's putting up 50 points like he'll do whatever it takes but I do think age has a lot to do with it and that's why I have him at four uh, so I have him at three, and four, I had him beat at four. So number three was LeBron for me. Um, I just until you know last year to me was really fluky. LeBron was hurt, like you said, AD. Like until I see a full season start to finish where LeBron isn't at some points just transcendent, then I cannot put him lower than three in my opinion. That's just where I'm at. Like I think his like you said, like I, I don't like. It's hard for me to say, you know where he's going to come back if he's going to come back but i know how he treats his body and at some time at some point age just like with tom Brady, at some point age is going to catch up to these guys these guys are going to be 80 years old playing sports right but i don't know i don't know maybe this is the year it catches up to lebron or maybe this is year he goes to the playoffs fresh and he we see you know 24 year old lebron in a 36 year old body i don't know well well the difference is tom brady's 44 years old yeah right that's true he's 44 yeah it's insane. I, I don't think LeBron can play like that till he's forty four. Me, that's yeah, pretty, pretty old. All right, who's your number three? KD. KD. So yeah, uh, I've I've never really been the biggest fan of KD. Obviously, like you were saying with Steph, if like Steph's on TV, you're gonna stop and watch because something magical might happen. Like if if Kevin Durant's playing, he might not be as magical as Steph. But if it was like a playoff game, then like you have to tune into KD. Like when when uh. When you need that final shot or you need, like, that one performance where someone needs to go off, yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant, if, if it's in his mind, he, he's he's going to do it. Like, he takes contested shots. He can get – he can he can create space for himself. Uh, I mean, he, he can – he just – he's like – honestly, he might be – if you take Jordan and possibly Kobe out, like, Kobe, Kobe and KD would be pretty close, I'd say, but the best scorer in NBA history – Mm-hmm. Besides, besides Jordan, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dur- I'm at three. Durant's my number two. So, okay. uh, you know, it's just it's really like I am amazed because, like, honestly, that Nets team once Kyrie got hurt and they were like Harden was kind of forced to play with that like injury. You're just looking at this team and you're like, it's Kevin Durant, Joe Harris. <laughs> Blake Griffin like this team what well, J- is and James and James Harden at like 40 percent yeah like 50 percent literally just like hobbling down the down the court like and he almost beat the the championship team right like but he he by like four inches right he, he should have hit that three but by, it was a two that took him into OT by an entire Brian if you know what I'm saying like that four inches um but yeah like <laughs> I 
I love I love watching Katie play basketball. His his personality is like similar, like it's not similar to LeBron's, but like how I get annoyed with LeBron's personality, Katie's personality rubs me the wrong way. Like I've never seen a player more like in need, and just in need of reassurance like he is like so self-conscious and like so like he just has no like i don't know it's weird to, to be that good and to have that much like faith in your game he like just seems like he has low self-esteem or something like i don't like i don't know he needs to be like fluffed constantly but like oh it, i love fluffers he's so he's so <laughs> good though like i i think you know like you mentioned like i I don't in the history of the NBA, like you mentioned, like outside of maybe maybe Jordan, I don't know that there's a single player that could you could count on getting a bucket every single time. Like it just seems that way. Well, Kobe. I mean, that's I put Kobe. In, I put KD and Kobe yeah. at like two, two yeah. A, two B. And, and yeah, I'm but, with you. I'm and I'm but a Kobe Jordan fan, is the but, best scorer for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's why Durant's my number two, and uh, your number two is Luca. Nice, nice, and I don't, I don't begrudge you. Like I'm, I, you know, I had Luca five. I probably should have had him higher. So I mean, we are doing this for uh, the 2021-2022 season. Who mm-hmm. I think is going to be the best? And if I just had to have, and I kind of went, which one of these players would I, if I was starting a team or had a team, who would I want on my team? Who would I want leading the team? So I don't necessarily think like Luca's the best leader, but like his skill set is unbelievable. You're probably looking at. I mean, it's cliche, but you're probably looking at the next LeBron James. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna be, he's gonna own the NBA for quite some time. I think. I mean, he's st- he's super young still. Uh, what is he? Twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, like twenty three. Yeah, he's super, super young. And if he, the difference between like a Luca and a LeBron, like I feel like LeBron, it took like he could score some points when he came in the league, but. Like LeBron wasn't averaging a triple double his second year in basketball. Like that just that, I mean any I mean I haven't seen any any NBA player come in and pretty much average a triple double in their the first or second year. Right. Yeah. They do it consistently. Like it's just numbers we haven't seen, and it's and it's not like falsified numbers. Like like if you look like a James Harden or something, he I I mean I don't know how he I mean he he like you said like in in the regular season he gets away with it once playoffs hit. But then the flip side, Luca hasn't won a playoff series, but he's 23 years old. Like he's been in the playoffs, what two years? I don't even didn't I know this yeah. is, was this his first. Or was this his first? Yeah. No, was it? It had to have been his first or second. I mean, you can't knock him for not winning. And he and honestly, he gave them a run for their money. Like I th- I thought the Mavs were going to win. No, so he was in it his rookie year as well. Um, yeah, and it was they lost to Dallas. Lost to I'll tell you who Dallas lost to in the final or in the playoffs. They lost to um, the Clippers in six, both years. Okay, so yeah, I mean, literally, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like I said last week with uh, when DeRozan and Lowry were playing like LeBron and mm-hmm. his prime against the Cavs, and and I mean, you can't really. It's tough, like. He he's twenty two, twenty three years old, and he's trying to lead his team against the Clippers. I mean, it's you know, and he was it six or seven? It was a seven game series this last year. Right? Last year was seven years, or last last year, this past year was seven. The year before that was six. Okay, so he's improving. So next year, there they you win. go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you're. I mean, there's no way 
in, in my opinion, there's no way they don't win a playoff series this year. Like regardless of who they surround Luca with, he's just going to be that much better. Like I don't, I don't even know what to expect from Luca this year because, like, who knows how good he could he could possibly be. And we're not talking about in the uh, Olympics. Uh, where's he from? Slovenia or something? Did did yeah. he take? Didn't he take their team? Didn't he? Didn't oh he, yeah, yeah. He won. Yeah, he took them yeah, I, deep deep into he, the uh, into the Olympics, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't. The reason I don't know is I literally didn't pay attention to Olympics at all. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't. Not that they're not cool or whatever. I just never pay attention to them. But I, do, I do know that he took his home country like deep into the Olympics for basketball, and that's that was like a huge feat. So yeah, because they had nobody else on the team. Exactly. Um, all right. So who is your number one? Well, who was your number two? No, my number two was Durant. Oh, who was your three then? LeBron. Okay, LeBron Durant. And okay, then four was a beat. Like we've got. Well, I mean, yeah, ob- it, obviously we. Um, we both have the same. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously Anthony Edwards uh, is my number, <laughs> number one. Ant Man. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Giannis. So I don't really uh, know how you could deny Giannis the, the this title, right? Like it just after. And the, it's yeah. Good. No, you can go. Yeah. I say, after this postseason, what he did, leading that team, like just, I man, I I I just can't imagine a, a a better player to have on your team. Like, I'm so excited to see if this makes him even better. Like defending the title, what what can he what can he do? Two time MVP, finally won the finals, finals MVP. The dude is just, he is the Greek freak. <laughs> he really is. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, I mean, do you think if you had to guess? Uh, I mean, obviously he's going to be with the Bucks for a little while, right? Uh, like, how many how many championships do you think they're going to win then the next like let's say five years? Uh, I mean, it's hard to like, say. Is, it, is this the only one? I mean, the dude's only twenty six years old too. That's the other thing. Like, we're talking about you know how young some of these players are. He's younger than Beal. He's younger than Kyrie. He's, you know, like a lot of these young players, he's younger than. He's younger than Embiid, right? Like, think about that. He's younger than Joel Embiid. Like, yeah. this dude, uh, I don't know. I think I think at least one more. At least one more in his career. Whether it's in Milwaukee or not, I can't see him not winning another championship. Um, yeah. So so would he, would he have been your uh, number one if he wouldn't have won the finals this last year? Um, so that kind of cemented, that cemented, cemented it, cemented, cemented it for me. You know, like if they would have lost to Phoenix, I think I probably still would have had him number one. Um, just the fact they made it there. Uh, I think if they would have ended up losing to, uh, uh, the Nets, Nets. I think I probably would have had KD number one because I think they probably would have ended up winning it all, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, but yeah, isn't it crazy how just like one series can, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, like you know one to two or one to three but yeah just like a brian stevens away from KD being number one on your list <laughs> yeah right exactly you know i mean but you know what i mean like, yeah isn't it kind of crazy it is so it's, yeah it's tough it's tough to just to defy someone by by winning a championship so that's yeah. why like Kawhi. Mm-hmm. i mean they would not that long ago when he won a championship with the raptors everyone was like he's the best player in basketball he's better than lebron james and it's just like i never thought that mm-hmm. i thought he was a wonderful player and he did a lot but he, i mean let's be honest like when he won the two rings with the spurs he, i mean yes he was the best player in the court for one of those 
one of those rings or whatever, but like he was playing with Pop and, and you know, Pop's prime and he had a team around him. And then when he got traded, he went to the Raptors and the Raptors, I mean, weren't any slouches. Like obviously they were going to win the, the Eastern conference. And then mm-hmm. in the wet, you know, in the finals, they lost clay and, and Durant. Just everything fell yeah. Durant, everything fell apart. And it, it kind of just worked out to his advantage. Not saying he's not one of the best players, but luck has a lot to do with it as well. It really does, man. It really does. Yeah, staying healthy. That's what makes LeBron so great is that he has been healthy for so long, right? Like, uh, yeah. you know, that's what, like, when, you know, when you talk about uh, LeBron, and when, that's just something we have to talk about. When we talk about these players, like, being on the court matters. I'll say it time and time again. If you're not on the court playing, then you don't matter. So that's, you know, again, that's why I – I wish I would wouldn't have put Embiid so high. Like honestly, he probably should have been right where you had him. And like, you know, that's why it matters. Like there are freak injuries, right? Like you know, LeBron's injury is a freak. Dude rolled up on it. Like you know, KD blowing his Achilles out was kind of a freak, right? Like it was just not really because he was playing on like an ACL injury. He he shouldn't have been playing, right? Like in a regular season, he would have sat that, right? Like he probably, but like so you're right. But it's not like anything that he. It's not like he's injury prone. Like he's had a few injuries here and there. Like he broke his foot, but like it's not like Embiid where there's something consistently every single year, or AD where every single year he's hurt. Like Chris Paul, every year he's hurt. Like those that 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 affects your standing in in the league, in my opinion. Right? It has to. Yeah, yeah. it has to. And like Giannis is very like look at that knee. He freaking hyperextended his knee. I thought he was done f- for the year. He comes back and puts on one of the greatest shows in the history of the finals. Like back to back like 40 point 15 rebound just like transcendent games right like yeah like Giannis is very similar to LeBron in the fact that he just is durable and that matters you know I just thought of something though like when I was bringing up that point from like switching players from like one and two and one and three Mm -hmm. so like when you think about it KD came back and KD's the guy you'd want taking like the last shot of the game like if you could pick one player in the league Mm -hmm. it'd probably be KD if, if we're being honest, yeah, yeah, and he almost led the Nets to beat the Bucks. And the, if the Bucks or if the the Nets would have gone to the finals, then then KD would have. I mean, they probably would have won. So, but it wasn't KD's fault. It was you know Kyrie was out and James Harden was playing forty percent. Right, right, you're right. So like, what if you know what I mean? So, is Kevin Durant better than Giannis? I mean, are we just going off the finals? Or are we are we really going off like who's the better player? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. That's what I never thought about that, but mm-hmm. yeah. No, that those that's I don't know. That's something to think about. And I, you know, like maybe maybe we, yeah. I don't. It, I just I feel bad like not having Giannis number one, right? Like I don't I don't know. I just part of me is like he's so good, and I feel like like we've kind of like before this year, like I don't know, like I feel like the basketball community is kind of taking him for granted because they've been so bad in the playoffs, like or you know what I mean? Like they haven't performed well in the playoffs at all, and so like you know, part of me is like you know he didn't get out of the first round for three years and then then the you know prior to this season like they weren't really even close to making to sniffing the finals right second round exits boom 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 right so yeah i don't know I, like i think that this is a well-deserved title for for him and i don't man i i don't know it's tough like honestly i would if you said durant was your number one i wouldn't argue with you i wouldn't that's true. I guess they're interchangeable. But I was just wondering, like, our thought process, because I, I kind of went with Giannis, because I've always loved Giannis. I, I like watching him play. He's, he's a great leader. He, he just does things that you, you're you not going to see done. Mm-hmm. And then, But at the same token, like, 
I'm not a big fan of KD, but KD is that man. Like, yeah, like that's the guy you're like you're not afraid of uh, uh, James Harden. But like, let's say you're a Buck, a, like a diehard Bucks fan, and you're like they have to win this game, and you see and you see Kevin Durant with the ball, you're like, oh god, here it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just some players like that. But yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um. Well, that's our top 40, guys. Uh, email us. Let us know what you think. We'll read them next week. Um, anything else, Jay? Anything else you want to say? Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you, on our IG, I mean, I can give pictures of my grandma. And, you know, <laughs> she, she loves she loves getting sugar. So if you want to sugar up my grandma, uh, she like, she likes getting it like once or twice a week. So you just let me know. God. <laughs> oh, good. I love it. Well, uh, I'll uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, I'll be, I'll, I'll get to meet your grandma soon. She sounds like a pretty cool lady. Oh, she'll take your dentures out for you, Brian. Oh God! All right, I, you know what? <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Two Guys One Hoop. We will catch you on the flip side. Ooh, ooh.